For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just gonna do like our own doo wop version of it. Doo wop, huh? Is that what we were doing? Just doing like a little scatting mouth guitars. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the After Buzz podcast. My name is Nico Adjimian, your host of the After Buzz, and of course, with me is Buzz Adams. Hello, how are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. I can, I can almost see the weekend from where oh, I'm sitting. It looks so good from mm-hmm. here. Uh, so today I have to do that Winterfest uh, downtown at the convention center. Do you know what they do? I think is they have like a skate rink down there. They do, but for the opening of it, they invite all of the TV uh, TV people. So there's cameras set up. It's mm. like a big press conference. Okay. And then the mayor will be there and a bunch of different speakers from different departments and see representatives and stuff. And last year, Megan and I were the MCs. Oh, and you were in the the bunny. They dressed me from, as the, the but from from a Christmas story from a Christmas story, which was like a tight onesie. And to, did you look like a pink nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did look like a. You're so dumb. I looked like a pink nightmare. Uh, but now to this day. El Paso City Mayor Oscar Leeser, every time he looks at me, he just kind of, to this day, when he comes in, just laughs and goes, bunny. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows you as the bunny As guy. the bunny guy, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this year. So they're going to have skating down there. I think they're going to be showing move, like Christmas movies. Christmas movies. I, know, I was have, reading uh, something like, you know, about it. So this is what I remember from what I was I reading. I think they have like a hot chocolate, like uh, station pop, pop-up or station yeah. that you can go from from now on. Anyways, it should be fun. That's what we got to get to do later. Also, if you're interested in inter, uh, international dating, I hear there are a lot of Venezuelans down there that are single. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That is, a, that is literally a terrible joke. In every, Am I joking, though? I don't know how single... I don't know if they're dating. You're talking about the migrant crisis? Mm-hmm. Well, it's really a dating crisis. Not everybody's attached. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's just hit you, hit everybody with uh, some news nugs. Oh, uh, you should have warned me, but this is as quick as I can get it on. Yeah, sounds about right. Nico's news. Nico's news. Come on, it's not really news. All right, from the website jalopnik.com, the headline is, In space, no one can smell your many, many farts. What do you think that's about? Uh, that if you're in space, you're probably wearing a helmet that would filter out 
I don't know. What is it? <laughs> what, what does it mean? A new story from the New York Times talked about how living in space comes with all sorts of bodily indignities. Which, was, by the way, that I think is the tagline from the first Alien movie in in space. In space no one can hear you scream. scream, right? But no one can smell you fart. <laughs> Um, well, it turns out that there's a lot of things uh, about living in space that aren't as pleasant as you may have thought Wait, of. You mean like outside in space or even on the International Space Station? I think they're specifically talking about the the space station. Okay. In micro... Ugh, it seems like, seems like it would be worse if you were inside the International Space Station. Somebody farted, right? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, anyway, so it turns out it's not just deadly radiation or muscle loss due to weightlessness that astronauts traveling in, in our solar system have to put up with. This is directly from the report. Um, in microgravity, the blood volume above your neck will be too high for a while. This can affect your eyes, optic nerves. It can cause permanent vision damage. For doing what? To astronauts. So the blood volume... Uh-huh. In your neck, in microgravity, because here, uh, gravity is pushing blood down, right? Mm-hmm. So in space, in the microgravity, your blood in your head will probably be too uh, too, too high, the pressure. So it causes problems in your eyes, vision problems. You know, there's all kinds of issues that were not addressed in The Martian with Matt Damon about <laughs> doing a like an extended mission like that. I mean, there are a bunch yeah, of different obstacles that... that most of us have probably never even thought about. Um, it causes fluid to accumulate in tissue. So it, it, people, astronauts who stay too long end up with puffy face or congested sinuses. Um, but it also tends... So, okay, these sensory deficits can be helpful, though, because the ISS tends to smell like body odor or farts. The International Space Station... I looked it up, and what I looked up was, can you fart in space? And the first thing that came back was spacefacts.co.uk. And, you know, pretty ballsy of the UK to be talking about what happens in space. I don't remember (laughs) when they landed on the moon, but uh, astronauts can fart in space. In fact, they fart a lot more. However, there is some etiquette to ensure you don't upset other crew members in space. There's no gravity to pull liquids and solids down to the bottom of our digestive system while gases stay on top and get forced back up the esophagus uh, as a burp. Why did your burp smell like a fart? fart. <laughs> well, okay, so this thing that I'm reading is saying that all of the problems of living in space, the whole microgravity causes your senses to you lose sense that you like not you don't smell as well you don't you stop so they're saying and that's why it's helpful to not smell as well because you would end up smelling all the terrible fart buildup that goes I, there i would think for any long-range mission even one to mars which let's say that's going to be uh three years there okay they're going to have to come up with some form of Anti-gravity, not anti-gravity, but you know, you've seen in recent science fiction movies, they always have the thing is uh, rotating artificial, artificial gravity. gravity. Right. Um, this okay, I didn't know this. It says other metabolic processes are weirdly disturbed. So urine, right now when it collects at the bottom of the bladder, that's when you get that sensation to pee. But in space, it adheres to the side of the bladder, and so the bladder could end up filling before you ever feel the urge, and that spontaneous and sudden urination is a common occurrence. <laughs> like, could you be talking about like, all right, we got to make sure we got to fix the aerofoils and go, 
<laughs> I just wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny enough. All right. Next up in science news. Cephalopods, like cuttlefish, they have been shown to uh, pass a test, a cognitive test designed for human children. It's the marshmallow test. Have you ever heard about this for kids? No. It's uh, a stan- It's an old Stanford uh, experiment. A child is placed in a room with a marshmallow. They're told if they can manage not to eat the one marshmallow for 15 minutes, they'll get a second marshmallow and be allowed to eat both. I didn't know kids love marshmallows that much. Eh, marshmallow, it's like whatever. It's like a dog treat. Whatever you're trying to. Right. to so, but it's about delayed gratification. And uh, children who can wait for that 15 minutes so they can get the other marshmallow uh, seem to have better abilities at future planning. And it was originally study, uh, conducted a study how human cognition develops. Uh, but then the kids who just get it right then without the delayed gratification Without being able to delay gratification, show lower cognitive. Anyways, a cuttlefish. Show her lower cognitive skills? Yes. Uh, cuttlefish just passed. <laughs> that they will delay gratification. Yes. Some primates can delay gratification along with dogs, albeit inconsistently. <laughs> corvids, too. Is, what, is corvids cats? Crows. Crows. Crows, ravens. <laughs> Maybe magpies. Well, cuddle, in 2020, cuttlefish just passed this for uh, its own version. They uh, and cephalopods are uh, also include squid and octopi, octopuses. They showed that common cuttlefish will refrain from eating a meal of crab meat in the morning, once they have learned that dinner will be something much better, like shrimp. Hmm. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, I guess so. Wonder hmm. how long it took the the cephalopod to learn. Oh, if I if I don't eat this, I'm going to get something better. Like, did it take a months, lot of conditioning, years? months, years, days? What are we talking about? Um, I actually did an experiment in um, high school for one of my classes where the premise was there's, there's these type of flatworms, like real tiny worms, that if you cut them in half, the tail will grow a head and, and the that, head will yeah, grow a tail. Right. And you end up with basically two clones mm-hmm. of them. And I wanted to see if you did that. And I, had, I set up some stimulus. So, like... Um, I put some galvanizing metal on one side of a of a of a tank and that would give off just a small electric current and I wanted to see if they retained the learning ability of not going toward the metal after they got cloned after you cut them in half so you take one flatworm that learned not to go near I would the, imagine the head end might remember but I'd be surprised does the butt end remember as well turns out yeah the two new ones they developed the same uh, learned behavior oh. isn't that f- freaking weird man Science. All right, fifty years. I made a volcano with soda pop. <laughs> <laughs> I made a Pepsi volcano. Does my scientific knowledge impress you, Buzz? Uh, you didn't know what a what a Corvid was. I didn't so. know what a Corvid was. <laughs> so not really. I mean, that, that penalizes. All you right, I know bit. generally some things. All right, Corvids are. I mean, crows. Ravens, magpies, the stories about their animal intelligence are freaking amazing. There, uh, one thing's in science, if there's any listener who is curious what science buzz is very interested, it's in evolutionary biology. Animal cognition. I animal think re- really cognition and some anthropology. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, last story of our uh, 
news nugs. So they've studied 50 years of uh, semen samples. Loads. Loads of loads. Where'd they find them that old? (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't go find my childhood sock drawer, did they? (laughs) It's been proven. uh, Human sperm counts actually on a sharp decline from over 50 years. Yeah, is that like some, is there an environmental reason for that? Talk? Toxic chemicals or you something are we're eating? Or? Correct, sir. Insecticide has finally been linked to lower, lower to sperm count, diminishing sperm, decreasing, continually decreasing. Um, so that might mean anything from a, probably all, every single salad we've ever had or food. Um, I mean, we've probably just been contaminated by insecticide. I mean, every, I mean, everybody. Like, not just... There's probably no avoiding it, even no, if you're no, no, like, no. oh, I only eat organic, no. whatever. just from walking around. Just get it anyway. Yeah. Okay. But that's kind of interesting, to, right? What if we... Is this confirming that they're putting stuff in water to turn the frogs, frogs gay? <laughs> I don't think we're at Alex Jones confirmation yet. But we might be at Children of the... Uh, what's that movie with Clive Owen? Where nobody can give birth Children anymore? Children of Man. Children, Children of Man. Man was a f- fantastic... It was good. It was a really... Underappreciated thought, under- at the time. Underappreciated. Yeah, go, really good. go run out and watch it today if you've never seen Children of Men. We're going to end on a high note, all right? Yeah. Is that the high note? That's the high note. Children oh, of Men. No, it's a real downer. That's a super downer. <laughs> the movie is, a, is very much a downer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the After Buzz. You can check us out every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And make sure you listen to the Buzz Adams Morning Show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. on 95.5 KLQ. Talk to you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.